on 92.9. 7.53 with our brain starter this morning. 35% of us never change this. What is it? 676-2299 or on our Facebook page. Uh, Any idea, Olivia? Like our tyres? Your tyres? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, 76%? Our 35% of us never change okay, this. Okay, I do, but is it your sheets? Lots of people have guessed sheets. Yeah. It's not the answer, no, but uh, you really should change those. Y- yes, yeah. you should change them weekly, weekly, at the very least fortnightly. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably between a week and a fortnight. Yeah, I'd say between 10 a days. A couple of people have guessed toothbrush. <laughs> How often should you change your toothbrush? Um, So it's like meant to be every three months, but like yeah. when the bristles start to go yep. like out of form yeah. is when you should change yeah. it. Beautiful. Otherwise, three months. So if your yeah. bristles don't start breaking before that three-month mark, at the three-month mark, yeah, perfect. Bennett, get a new one. That was a bloody good guess for me before because that's what I said. Oh, so there you, go. you are I've got clever. You've been learning. In, uh, I have been. Um, history in uh, in dentistry. Here we come. You do. Uh, lots of people guessing underwear, no, hairstyles, um, no. You should probably change your underwear every day. I'd hope so. Yes, it's not the answer. Look, this is this answer is something that's become very, very, very big in the last couple of weeks, and that Ooh. is thirty-five percent of us never change our passwords. Every I don't have that many passwords in me. I've got passwords from when I was twelve still. Yeah, should, like I rotate between three or four passwords. Should really change those. But you know, on your iPhone no. these days, I just pick you strong. Yeah, one. Oh, that, it, it comes up with an automatic yeah, like yeah. security safe one, and yeah. it links with my MacBook. Ah, uh, okay. So I don't even know my password for most things. I just press my fingerprint because uh, it's the same on my Mac. It's yeah. fingerprint. Yeah, okay. I couldn't even tell you half my passwords. That's, uh, I mean, that's good, but not good if you have to replace it's computers and all that in the future. Well, you're, no, it all links tough. on your iCloud. But, like, say I'm using someone else's phone or computer, I don't know my banking passwords or anything. Oh. I use Face ID on my fingerprint. That's not safe. No, it's well, not. It's safe, but it's not helpful. No. Um, I've, I've got a, a uh, security, uh, cyber security password expert on the show next week. Oh, amazing. So I will listen. All the amazing advice he's going to be I need all the advice I can way. get, especially so. in this town with security. They're saying in the next ten years or so, passwords will be obsolete. But I won't. I won't ruin this guy's thunder. He can tell you more oh, next okay, week. Oh, okay, good. He can tell you more next week. Hey, you saw this guy on the small, a uh, big screen, small screen, <laughs> big screen yesterday. Harry Styles. Oh, I did. Here he is now. Tastes like strawberries on a summer evening. Carlos IGA. That's the way. Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Tamworth. Time to find out what's going on in our sister city of Tamworth, Staffordshire. And they are, of course, getting ready for Halloween. Halloween. You Um, lived over in the UK. You would have done proper Halloween. Oh, yes. Was it the best? The best. Where did you live again in the UK? Jersey. Or did I make that up? No. So I lived on the Channel Island. Channel Island. Jersey for a period of time. I stayed for summer. Yeah. So a few months. And then I moved to London. I lived in South London. South London. South London. But like... Very, it's like inner London. Yeah, so okay. I lived in Balham and Clapham. Where was the best? Uh, were you on? Were you in Jersey for Halloween? No. Oh, okay. Mm, Jersey's right. an island, so it's a tax haven. Oh, okay. So it's a very rich 
island. That's why you moved there, of course. No, one of my friends is from there. So I moved there just, I just went there for a couple of weeks, like on the way to London. And she and her boyfriend were like, why don't you just stay for summer? Oh, cool. We have the best summers. Obviously, it's next to France. So you just catch the ferry to France for the day. Um, And I ended up getting a job there. And then I got the apartment above work. Because you can't actually rent in Jersey. Yeah, right. Unless you're from there. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Because it's a tax haven. Yeah. So I guess it's similar to the Cayman Islands where people dodge tax. This this what this is just So why, I rented through my work. Why did you leave there? Why are you here? That just sounds like <laughs> paradise. It that was sounds, it was phenomenal. They have their own money too. So it's it's similar to um, Ireland yeah, where okay. it's not on the pound. They're on yep. sterling. Yeah. Um but all my friends that I made like my Australian friends were living in London. So yep. I was spending my weekends in London and then flying home to Jersey for the week. Private jet? Nah, hun. But like a $30 flight. You would have been the only one without the private jet from the sound of Jersey. With Let me tell you, I've haven. never seen homes like yeah. they have there. There's three Michelin star restaurants on the island. Remarkable. Yeah, it's it's like... Crazy. Phenomenal. Hey, um, in Tamworth, Staffordshire, they're doing a big Halloween spooktacular there. Yeah, love it. Uh, they've got singing pumpkins. Mm-hmm. They've got a they've got a ghost train. They've got like one of those. You know, over in England, it seems I like die every town has got their own like mini trains. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the the picnic train we yeah, had yeah, here yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. But it seems mm-hmm. like every I've never been in country so towns in England. Yep. You're probably like you're talking out your butt, JB. That's totally wrong. <laughs> no, but no, no. it seems like everywhere seems to have their own little mini train train things, tra- Look, hobby trains. Um, you're like, nah, you are talking out of your maybe ass. in in England, yeah, okay. not London. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they've got a they've got a haunted train. They've got a they've That's got a sick. trick or treat in the haunted woods. You can do yes, yep. Uh, and they've got a retro roller skating rink they're setting up as cool. well, and the creepy critter corner. Don't say that ten times fast. <laughs> um, it, it's running for a week, so it's quite the spectacular. A week's of entertainment from Monday, October 24 till Sunday, October 30, families can enjoy all of this. And it's about £6.50 per session per kid. Is that expensive? That's about 10, no, 10 six bucks. Six quid's all right. Good. Yeah. Six quid, know what I mean. So <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome. How yeah. good is that? They go, I've never been to the States for Halloween, but um, yeah. they go all out in England. Yeah. yeah. Like it's phenomenal. You just got constantly trick or treated while you. And they love in. sweets and candy, and oh. I'm not like trying to like you know put people in a box, but yeah. like English people love candy. Yeah, yeah. Or sweets. Yeah. They like galaxies. Galaxy bars are delicious. I did have one of them once. Yeah, they're I think so someone good. came back from England, mm. and I managed to scab one of them off them when they came yeah, back. Yeah, it's and really good. Were, it was really creamy. I remember it is. You can get it from supermarkets so, too. Do you like our Cadbury chocolate compared to Cadbury over in the UK? No, completely different. Yeah. And they keep all their chocolate in the fridge. In the UK? Yeah. I don't know why all my English friends keep it in the fridge. It's cold enough over there. Why do you keep it in the fridge? Just keep it out at room temperature. The the chocolate is more creamy out there. Ah, okay. So it's more melt in your mouth. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Hey, there we go. That is our letters from Tamworth for this week. We'll uh, do it again next week. 7.26. Green Day now. That is Joel Corey's new on history. A quarter past seven here at 92.9. Letters from Tamworth, Staffordshire coming up real soon. This caught my attention yesterday with a big headline. Trip advisors for X. Or trip advisor. 
for X. Um, yeah. A, a woman in the US, Tracy Teagan, she set up a page. She's had this running for a little while now um, where basically women can go on there and basically share all their juicy details about the exes in their lives. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, then uh, I thought you'd like this. And then other women can go on there, search for the people as well. Not only can you read through it and go, wow, that is, uh, that, that's some story you've got yeah. there. Um, but also, of course, because it is searchable by name. Oh, risque. Yeah. Um, you can obviously put in, you know, your uh, partners. Current boo. Or, yeah, current partners, partners from the past, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Up on there. It's called the ex-boyfriend list. Uh, good old Daily Mail, I think, called it TripAdvisor for exes. Love that. Um, but the ex-boyfriend list reads, we all have that loser ex <laughs> we want to warn others about. And now you can do just that with the ex-boyfriend list. It allows women to leave detailed reviews that you can even search by name. Of course, there's, you know, there's been a little bit of controversy around mm, it with, of course, of course, privacy issues yes. and things like that. However, Tracy said, regardless of the controversy, Tracy says the site has saved some women as well. She was contacted once by a girl on there who said that she knew her boyfriend, uh, she knew the man on the site and was dating him. And she read some stuff about him and went, uh, yeah, whatever. None of this has happened to me so far. We're all Ooh, okay. Okay. And then one night she woke up to the guy taking photos of her while oh, she was what? asleep in bed. That's another level. Um, it's all over and done with. Mm, um, it would be a miss to say that, like, you know, one person's relationship and perception may not be another's yes, in a relationship. Yes. But in my experience <laughs> and in my friend's That's experience, a um, how one, I can speak for male because I'm heterosexual. Yes. Um, how one male behaves to one person is typically how they behave to others. Yes. And, um, some people like to gaslight mm. and call women psycho, mm. but, um, I mean, who makes them psycho? That's my question. I think I've seen a lot of things like this around on social media. Yeah, um, I was about to say because there's Facebook. Yeah, groups there is Facebook like groups this. and stuff yeah. like that. I'm probably not one that like would air my no. laundry on socials, but I also don't think I've had like I've only had a couple of crazy exes. Yeah, but there are some situationships that people get into more often these days, and um, some males are ridiculous. I think this is all. F- Fair I think if I someone's think like naming... crazy and like doing that kind of stuff, like you should probably warn a girl. Yeah. But um, sometimes I just think like, good luck. <laughs> there's, uh, then, I mean, there's two sides to every story and all that kind of stuff mm, as well. There's three. Well, yeah, that's right. I always forget about that illustrious Three sides one, to every story. Which is, of course, the truth. Yeah. But I mean, I think the main thing from this that I take from that is that men should check it, read it. And learn from it mm. because that's the main problem. People have a lot of men, yeah. especially in this town, they need therapy. Wow. Okay. Like, you know, get some therapy, work on your issues, stop being toxic. It's not cute. Um, that would be my advice for a Friday. Get therapy. The website is uh, the ex, uh, ex-boyfriend list. So if you want to do some reading I'm on the I'm going to Google it, yeah. Then, uh, check check it, out. it out. Guys, read the stuff on the site and don't do any of that. Yeah. And girls, go on there and have a read and shake your head and go. It is not cute to be toxic. WTF, yeah. Mm-mm. 18 past 7, letters from Tamworth on the way next. 
one of the biggest brands. Yeah, feel the vibrations with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. There wasn't enough bass in it to feel the vibrations. That's a a very valid point, extremely (laughs) valid point. The 90s taking out our battle of the decades today here at 92.9 with stuff like that from the early 90s. That's a fun song. It is a good good fun song. Marky Mark, whatever happened to Mark Wahlberg, hey? Uh, (laughs) And and the Funky Bunch, the rest of them. That's good vibrations. Look, I'm slightly... I I like music from all decades, so don't get me wrong, but I do... You're a little bit more... Bias? Slightly more biased towards the 90s. I'm happy that they won because yep. I think, you know, the the 90s as a genre, and I remember Alex Jones, who's the bass player for Blur, oh, I was yeah. listening to a podcast about uh, 90s music that he put together, and um, they were podcasts for anything nowadays, and I hadn't thought of it till he <laughs> mentioned it. He said that the 90s, and I mean, he's he's a he was born in the 60s, Alex Jones is, so you'd assume okay. that he's probably leaning more towards 70s and 80s, even though obviously Blur were probably one of the biggest UK bands yeah. of the 90s. Uh, but he said, I will forever fight to, to, to um, red in the face about the 90s music and how the diversity of it was probably more so mm. for the, the teeny yes. period in the 90s than the 80s and the 70s ever were because you had, yeah, you had the the girl and the boy bands which often get a bad rap in the 90s, but you had amazing commercial rap and hip-hop doing big things. And then you had your power ballads like Celine Dion. You had your power ballads. Yeah. You had grunge doing incredible things. You had industrial music. You had EDM. You had indie. You had your Tori Amos's and your Alanis Morissette's coming through, your Joan Osborne's, your, your Sheryl Crow's. Um, you had, you know, you're smashing pumpkins and then you had sort of, as the grunge kind of got a bit softer, then you went into your Matchbox 20s, your Goo Goo Dolls and all that kind of stuff yeah. at the end of the decade. Uh, and, and all of it, like, yeah, sure, there was bits of that in the 80s, but a lot of it was kind of underground, whereas in the 90s, it all exploded and was making a shit ton of money. Yeah. And because it was really, really, really good, people were going out there and buying it, and it was and country, of course, country yeah. came to a fore in the, in the, in the '90s as well. Shania finally. Twain, yes, Shania yes. Twain, Garth Brooks, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. So all the genres yeah. were covered and doing good stuff, and people were going out there and buying it. It wasn't yeah. underground anymore. Also, well, when I, when you say the '80s, I just associate the '80s with rock. Yeah. Okay. Aussie yeah, rock, enough. mainly. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then the 90s is just big, diverse of everything. Yeah. And then the noughties was sort of a bit more hip-hoppy. Yeah. I like the hippie hop. <laughs> the hippie the hippie 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 hop, bad the, boys too. The, the, <laughs> We, we, we're really going down a rabbit hole of musical analysis now. I but, know, um, right? And people are probably yelling They're at like, their cars up. going, you, you, you're wrong. Um, but... <laughs> The, the, the start of the 2000s was pretty much hanging on to the 90s still, and then it got very hip-hoppy in yeah. 2003, 2004 with your Nellies and all that kind of stuff. But then towards the end of the 2000s, it kind of petered out again. We went a bit more pop. Kind of, yeah, a little bit poppy. We've been in a bit of a pop era. I don't know what kind of era we're in now. Mm, yeah. I, I don't know what today's music is. Remakes and sampling seems yeah. to be the, the deck of yeah. cards at the and moment. And there's got to be like at least two or three people. Great Aussie music in the <laughs> 90s as well. Like these guys, they were huge. And this was, I mean, Double Allergic was a brilliant album from these guys, but this was kind of the one that, that put them in the forefront uh, commercially from the album Internationalist. 
This is Powderfingers Pick You Up. Um, by the way, this is 92.9, oh, JB yeah. for breakfast. I must make a bit of an apology too. I thought I was going to play, and uh, I thought I had the day you come from Powderfinger to play. Um, that was Pick You Up, which was from Double Allergic. I mentioned the wrong album before. Oh, okay. So well, as soon as you said 90s Aussie rock, I was like, it's Powderfinger. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. You didn't think like Nick Cave or something like that? No? 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 Okay. Fair enough. Most definitely not Kylie Minogue. Great song regardless. <laughs> <laughs> that is Powderfinger Pick You Up. The 90s, they took out our Battle of the Decade. So all 90s all day today here at 92.9 are one of the biggest tracks ever of the 90s. And very, very mixed reviews on it as well. We'll play that in a moment. Very oh. polarizing song. Mm, okay. Check that out next. Uh, give me a number for our oh, Case yeah, Friday meat hey. tray. A number between 1 and 13. What do eight. you think? Number 8. Well done, Samantha. <laughs> Samantha, I think, rang me for the brain starter earlier on, on in the week. Did she so. get it right? I don't think she did, no. Oh. But there you go. It's come through with the goods. You have won yourself... 50 bucks worth of meat at Kays in Brewery Lane. Well done, Samantha. And I've been a bad announcer the last week. What did you do? I've been I've been annoying our boss, Nikki, left, right and centre oh. on <laughs> being a horrible, horrible employee that I forgot to do this last week. So we got another one to do. Oh. So give, so give me another name. Another number? Uh, another number. <laughs> yeah, okay. Another uh... name. <laughs> You're like, who on this list do I like? Um, uh, number three. Well done, Lucas. Congratulations, Lucas. I think he rang for Smash for Cash earlier on in the week. So, well done, Lucas. Uh, you have won yourself 50 bucks at Kays in Brewery Lane as well. There we go. Give well away done. all the prizes. We'll clear the list and we will play it again on uh, Monday. Yeah, because well, like, Monday is it's, it's not a long weekend again. I Normal honest, week next week. I know. It's going to be bizarre. I, don't, <laughs> I Honestly, I don't know what day it is at the nah, moment. I'm just all cruising over the through. Shop. Yeah. 8.52, our Battle of the Decades and that polarising song we'll play next. Mm, do you know what it is? It's the Super Cheap Auto Club. Morning, Olivia. How are you? Good morning. I am a little bit tired today. Oh, a bit tired, yeah. Yes. Went to the cinema last night. Oh, yeah, right. So, Late yes. one. Yes, much it's later than I like. The joys of everyone else who doesn't work ridiculous hours like us going, oh, let's go out at like 8 o'clock mm-hmm. at night. And it's like, eh, let's not. I know. Yeah. Getting to into bed at 10.30 was just... What movie did you see? Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah, so what movie did you see? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, is that the Harry Styles one? Oh, or have I got the wrong You are film? correct. Oh, okay. You yeah, are yeah, correct. Yeah. Look yeah. at me on the cusp of You are pop culture. Uh, what was it like? Good? Yeah, it was good. It was like all of us like looked at each other afterwards and I was like, oh, um, I have been off Harry Styles for a while, but let me tell you, I'm back on him. Oh, okay. He yeah, right. He is so pretty. Yeah, right. But yeah. no, it was a good movie. Florence Pugh, who was the one, of the, there's been a lot of controversy around it. Mm-hmm. If you don't follow Demar on Instagram, you probably don't know. No. Um, but he's acting. Harry Styles is a precipice of my uh, pop culture. Yeah, That's he's, what I'm done. his acting is okay yeah. um, for a singer. Yeah. But Florence, who was the main character, she smashed it out of the park. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, really good. Yeah, because I've heard, I've heard a couple of uh, British commentators talking about the movie mm. and and Harry Styles and one guy I know said that maybe I would be interested to know what the American critics are saying about it because they reckon that it's a bit of tall poppy syndrome going on in the UK because Harry Styles being a Brit 
Mm. And of course, big in their culture. Yeah. I, mean, I know Harry Styles is obviously big now in England as well, but it doesn't have the same resonances in the UK. No, I think so. he's huge in the UK. Yeah, oh, People massive. love him. Yeah. He is British in the show. Yeah. And he's like, you don't get this kind of opportunity. That was the worst. Um, wow. Yeah, it wasn't like that. <laughs> he speaks, he's much more like, he's from like South South. So yep. he's from Cheshire. So he speaks much better. Rec- recommend it for this uh, weekend for people to get out there yeah, and check it out. Yeah, I okay. think so. All it's right. a little bit Stepford Wivesy. Oh, okay. Like I kind of predicted, but then because it's got a twist at the end. But yeah, it was good. Okay, yeah. good stuff. There we go. We're going to chat dating with Olivia oh, right after this. Grab the friendly-